What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Matty Pace coming at you live from the Matty Mo Show, the host, the most mojo. Kicking off episode 747, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 747, a sheer slice of heaven. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Matty Mo Show, thank you for letting me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Matty Mo Show and have every episode up there for free. Listen and download now. You can also hop on to MattyMoShow.com for your one stop shopping, daily entertainment, and everything dope. You can get to any and all my shows from up there as well as any platform I'm listed on both audio and visual so go check it out mattymoshow.com we can also subscribe and become a member all for free baby that's right and if you got apple Podcasts, be sure to hit up the Matty Mo show and leave your boy a nice little rating and review no. but without any further ado it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to you episode 747 a delectable treat from heaven why because it is none other than Sunye Inspirations that's right ladies and gentlemen hello and welcome to this week's edition of Sunday Inspirations. And as always, I have some positive, inspiring, impacting, and empowering feel-good news stories that you will not hear anywhere else. All the stories for tonight's Epicast are brought to you by goodnewsnetwork.org, so be sure to go on and check them out. And the music for tonight's little episode that you hear at the background is called Fife for Life, baby. So without any further ado, let's jump into the first story of the night because we have three incredible ones as always. And this first story, of the night and this week's Sonya Inspirations is definitely one for the books. Now, most people have a struggle or two during the year. I know a lot of people that have even more, but this next man got hit with life like a ton of bricks and then some. And instead of giving up, he gave in instead. So get ready for this amazing first story of the night entitled, Rather Than Slip Into Depression, Man Quits Job, Sells Possessions, and Travels the World with a Ferret. Published by Good News Network on January 27, 2020. Despite enduring a string of heartbreaking losses in the same year, this former airman has transformed his life for the better, and he did it by quitting his job, selling all of his possessions, and traveling the world with his pet ferret. 25-year-old Charlie Hammerton was determined to change his life after he was left grieving the deaths of his best friend, mother, and adopted mom all in the same year. His mom, Jan, died in March 2017, age 53, after suffering from motor neuron disease. Then his best friend, Will Moss, passed away at age 20 just a few months later from a suspected drug overdose. At the end of the year, his adopted mom, Samantha, passed away from a heart attack. It was horrible for me, but I didn't want to get into a rut because of it all, says Hamerton. I did think about killing myself a couple of times because I didn't know where to turn. Living in Arnold, Nottinghamshire at the time, he decided to turn his back on a promising career and put almost all of his money into a globetrotting adventure with his best pal, bandit the rescue ferret. I was living in a nice flat, had a great job, and had three cars. I had a lot of savings behind me, and I was lucky enough to be very secure, he added, but it was all just stuck to me and didn't really mean anything, so I decided to get rid of the lot and set off with bandit. Hammerton then quit his job and sold almost all his possessions, including his three cars. Collectively, he managed to drum up 1,500 euros, which is about 19,500 in American dollars 
Angeles for his dream trip of which he spent on a camper van. Starting out in February 2018, Hamilton and Bandit ventured through Holland, Germany, Sweden, Norway, France, Spain, and Italy. The inseparable pair traveled for a total of 8 months to more than 25 towns and cities in 11 countries, all of which Hamilton documented on their public Facebook page. His hilarious holiday album is full of snaps of Bandit posing in front of iconic landmarks, from the Eiffel Tower in Paris to the Colosseum in Rome. Traveling was the most amazing experience of my life and it was completely liberating, said Hamerton. We followed the sun across the world and camped under the stars in amazing places. It was beautiful and I spent it with my best friend, he added. I have less money now, but I am much wealthier as a person. Hamerton rescued Bandit from an animal sanctuary in 2015 and the pair have been inseparable ever since. The little ferret even stayed with him at his military digs in Coningsby while Charlie was working for the Royal Air Force. He has seen me at my best and my worst and has always been with me, says Hamerton. Bandit has been with me through thick and thin. In addition to their cross-continental road tripping adventures, they have also raised awareness for different charities. The pair have walked across Hadrian's Wall in aid of the motor neuron disease charity MND and also skateboarded 40 miles across London in aid of a drug awareness charity. In November 2018, Hamerton released a book about his travels called Before Our Adventures, which is now available on Amazon. The book is all about how you can take anything bad and turn it into something really good, said Hamerton. Everyone has the right and the ability to do that. It's easy to get stuck in a rut, but there's no need to. I went through a really rough time and developed serious depression. I felt suicidal and just didn't know what to do with myself, he continued. A chain of bad things had happened to me and I had good reason to feel really miserable about my life, but I decided that was not what I wanted to be. I didn't want this to define me. I channeled the negative energy and turned it into something positive. Charlie now works in schools across the country teaching youngsters about how to build confidence, self-esteem, and outdoor living skills such as camping and bushcraft. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, one surefire way to make your life better right there if you are currently going through something like that man did or even something on a little bit smaller of a level. But it just goes to show you, man, that money and materialistic items are not everything and they will not give you the same feeling as living life connecting and making experiences so great story to kick off the night with and if you'd like to see some great pictures of this man and his adventurous cute little ferret just hit up the goodnewsnetwork.org click the link to the story and scroll away but now it is time for our second story of the night and this one is absolutely beautiful for man's best friend so get ready for this one entitled grateful man takes out super bowl ad to raise money for veterans who saved his dog from cancer, published by McKinley Corbley, January 31st, 2020. While some Super Bowl commercials might be advertising various businesses and brands, this grateful pet owner took out a 30-second ad to raise money for the veterinarians who saved his dog's life. This is not the first time that David McNeil has featured his dog scout in a Super Bowl ad. The seven-year-old golden retriever has previously appeared in commercials for WeatherTech, McNeil's company. This year, however, McNeil's $6 million time slot tells the story about how he almost lost Scout to cancer. 
there's so many companies selling this snack or this beer, that car or truck or whatever, McNeil told WMTV. I'm like, what can I do that's a really good thing to do to help the university and the school and the animals? Veterinarians diagnosed Scout with an uncommon heart tumor after he collapsed to the floor last year. They said that the senior pup only had one month to live and it would be best if McNeil euthanized Scott. McNeil refused. Instead, he brought Scout to the University of Wisconsin School of Veterinary Medicine and begged them to help his beloved dog. Since many cancer treatments for humans are also effective for dogs, Scout began undergoing chemotherapy and after just six weeks of treatments, his tumor had shrunk by 78%. Two weeks later, it had shrunk by a further 50%. As a thank you to the veterinarians who saved his dog, McNeil then bought a Super Bowl ad encouraging viewers to donate to the university and its research. This is an amazing opportunity not only for the University of Wisconsin-Madison and the School of Veterinary Medicine, but for veterinary medicine worldwide, said the Dean Mark Markell. So much of what's known globally today about how best to diagnose and treat devastating diseases such as cancer originated in veterinary medicine. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, a beautiful dog, quite inspiring. If you enjoyed that story and actually want to see a picture of this beautiful little canine, this little pooch, and a whole lot more. You can watch the news coverage right up there on the Good News Network site, so go check it out. Awesome story, though, and a Super Bowl commercial that I believe will help in astronomical amounts, and I'm happy to see something like that because, man, quite frankly, if you've watched any of the Super Bowl so far, then you will know that there are a lot of weird-ass commercials, but it's all good. Now it is time for our third and final story of the night, however, and what way better to end it other than with a touchingly inspiring story entitled in twist of fate hotline volunteer learns she has been working with man who saved her seven years ago published by good news network january 30th 2020 in a strange twist of fate this suicide hotline volunteer only recently discovered that she has spent the last four years working next to the man who talked her through her own suicidal crisis 60 year old georgina Lori contemplated taking her own life seven years ago after enduring the sudden death of her husband dennis a year prior to that i'd had a stroke so my whole life completely changed and I couldn't cope with that recalls Lori. I got really depressed really down and I really couldn't see there was a way forward in life for me. Thankfully a fateful phone conversation with a volunteer from Samaritans an international nonprofit dedicated to preventing suicide was enough to help her change her mind put one foot in front of the other and keep going. I had no intention of ringing Samaritans and no intention of ringing and telling anybody says Lori. I was in bed I was coughing and I dribbled water and I went into my bedside cabinet to get a tissue and believe it or not a Samaritan's card flicked out. I hadn't really considered them at all and I thought I will give them a call and it wasn't to be talked out of what I was doing. I wanted the universe to know what I was doing. I didn't leave a note or anything. So I phoned up and this gentleman answered and for an hour listened to me wittering on and I know I was talking about the difficulties in the family since my husband died and it was really difficult. I told him what I was going to do. He didn't judge me. There was no judgment. There was no trying to change my mind, she continued. I felt completely that I could trust him and open up. For an hour, I was wittering away, but still determined to go through with what I had planned. I decided I had chatted enough, and I said, I'm going to go now. And at that point, the Samaritan said to me on the phone, I would just like to say one thing. This all sounds totally exhausting. And I hadn't thought about that, and I thought, yeah, you're right. 
I am exhausted. I am emotionally and physically exhausted. And then I put the phone down. I started to think, if I am exhausted, if I really am that mentally and emotionally exhausted, am I making the right decision? And it was enough just to get me thinking. The experience eventually inspired the English grandmother from Kent to begin volunteering for the organization so she could help those going through the same kind of despair. About two and a half years after the phone call, Lori decided to join the Samaritan's branch in Strood, which has around 60 volunteers. She has since risen through the ranks of the organization and begun mentoring other volunteers on how they can get involved. She has now spent four and a half years working in a booth alongside branch director and longtime volunteer Des McCarthy, although she only discovered it was he who had talked her through her troubles. Lori had been in the middle of an evening shift when she suddenly had her epiphany over the identity of her anonymous savior. It was about five months ago, I was training one of my mentees and my mentee was on the phone so I had more time to listen to what Des was saying, albeit subconsciously, recalls Lori. I suddenly heard Des say, it must have been exhausting for you and I was like being transferred back all those years, I couldn't believe it. It was really one of those serendipitous moments and I realized that it was Des I had spoken to. I couldn't bring myself to say anything that night, she added. We were actually at another volunteer's birthday party and I had confided in another volunteer and he said, here's an ideal opportunity to tell him and it just organically came out. Lori's call could have been diverted to any of the Samaritan's call centers in the UK and the fact that McCarthy was the call handler was completely random. I don't have a stock of phrases McCarthy said about the seemingly innocuous comment. Some people will have a comfort in using a stock of phrase when they begin, but I don't think I ever had. It's not something I say very often at all. He, McCarthy, a former police officer, is stepping down in his role as director after three years and passing on the baton to Lori, who will take over next month. It just seems like a natural little process. It was so humbling to be asked, and I think it's a nice all-around story about someone who's been in despair who did call Samaritan, said Lori. Des didn't try and talk me out of doing anything. All he did was do what we say on the tin. We listen, and listening is just enough sometimes. And I hope you all enjoyed that last story. I, Like I said, I thought it was the perfect way to end it because there are so many people out there going through so many things, so afraid to talk about it. And it just goes to show, man, that it's okay and it will get better. And whether you're gonna be like the man in the first story who's gonna sell all his belongings and uh, travel the world with his pet ferret, or be more like this woman and actually seek some help, even though she had the thought about following through, man, it just goes to show that sometimes you just gotta remind yourself it's gonna be okay and never be afraid to reach out for help. But I hope you enjoyed all three of those stories. Now I'd like to give you the quote of the day, and this week's is, it was fortunate for South Africa that Mandela and I found it possible to work together even though big strains developed between us. And that was said by F.W. de Klerk who began dismantling apartheid 30 years ago today. But the night isn't quite over yet, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to stick around with me because the final thought is coming at you live in 3, 2, 1, let's get it. Life will try to hit you in a lot of different ways and a lot of us have different forms and methods when handling these tough moments. And I think if there's one thing that can be learned from tonight's episode in this message, it's that 
no matter what happens, it is possible. It is possible for you to overcome. It is possible for you to rise above. And it is possible for you to take back your life. I know a lot of times it seems as if we don't have any more chances. As if life has consistently dealt us a bad hand. But ladies and gentlemen, it's important to remember that you're still in the game. You have so much left to do and so much life yet to live. So it's up to you to take it to that next step. But just know, especially from some of the stories tonight, that it is possible and it will happen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning into this week's Sunday Inspirations. I hope you enjoyed it. I have had a true pleasure having you tonight and this week. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Thank you very much and stay tuned because tomorrow night, baby, we going off because what way better to start your week than with the Maddie Mo show? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, baby? We got it. Go do your thing. Have yourself a beautiful night. I'm going to go keep watching the Super Bowl. This is Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo show. The host, the most mojo saying one life, one love. I'm out.